Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast. Home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. Mm-hmm. For it was when I first got it, it was four speed automatic. Then I changed it to five speed manual, which was the best thing I could have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you change it? Oh, oh God. <laughs> there was so much wrong with it. <laughs> I never really liked automatic because I was I'm just not a fan of it. I like manual more. I like to feel more power and stuff. So that's awesome. How much power does she? How how much power does your Volvo have? Um, I haven't took it to the dyno yet, but I'm pretty sure it's around five ten. That's insane. That what? So you when you open the hood, I remember the video you posted, but yeah, <laughs> thing whistled. I'm like, yo, it sounds so beautiful. That whistle's like amazing. I love it. Speak it to my ear. <laughs> So what was one of the first things you did did to the car? Like, was it like in pieces or when you first got it? Um, like, what was one of the first mods you do? I can't even talk. That you did to the uh, to your Volvo. Um, the first thing I did, um, I went to find some rims for it. It was that. That's uh, the rims I got or the original ones. Mm-hmm. Some some of the Volvos come with it, like the R. The autumn the automatic R's come with a different set of rims and then the manual R's they come with um Pegasus, which is the ones I have on now. Mm-hmm. And it was really rare that I came across those because my dad picked me up from school one day and he was just like we were passing by a gas station and they had them. They had all four. I was like, Oh, cool. At first, I didn't know what those were, but then he explained to me. I was like, what? We have to get those if those are like original OGs. So I'm just like, yeah, we have to get those. So we got them. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, so your, your dad is that the one that introduced you to, you know, you just having a passion and love for, for the car scene and, you know, starting your, your, your journey and build with, uh, with your bubble. Does your bubble have a name? Do you give it a name? Yeah. Is it Vader? It, it is it's Vader. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's good. So you like Star Wars? Of course. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, no, no, you, you never know. You'd be like, oh, I'll probably name my car Vader, and then it has nothing to do with Star Wars. You never know. So I had to. Ask. No, I'm like, sure. I'm like a big nerd for like comics and just. As far as being uh, a car enthusiast. So basically, like three or four years old, somewhere around there, my dad, he was always into cars. He he basically started around the age of 17. So ever since 17, mm-hmm. he's just been into cars. And when he started street racing, he used to bring me or he used to bring my brother. But he, mo- he mostly would bring me because my brother wouldn't want to go. So at the time he had he had a Volvo. That was his first Volvo he ever had. It was the same as mine, but a sedan. It was a R2, because they make Volvo R um menu and they only make them menu for the sedans from what I know. So he had the manual mm-hmm. one. And that's the one he used to street racing all the time. So I would either be in the passenger or the back seat and it would just 
be like an adrenaline rush for me. And from there, I enjoyed cars. And that's just how I started my journey for cars. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what what, what did your, uh, what was one of the first cars that your, that your father, that what, what did he race in when he was, when he used to uh, street race back in the day? What, was, what did he drive? SHO and then there was some other car. I don't remember what it was. It was, it had a scoop. So my closest guess was probably a Mitsubishi or somewhere. It was like a really old car. Got you, got you. Yeah. So you, so do you just work on your uh, on, on dad help, or how often do you guys uh give her give the bay attention? Um, every month, basically, like maybe three times out of the month, because like, where I'm waiting, so I can order some parts for it, and then I'm waiting for right. my tuner when he's free, because he's always busy. So I can tune the car. Gotcha. What was, what would you say one of the biggest lessons that that's sticking with you to this day uh, that your that your father gave you? If you don't know how to do something, don't continue on with it because you're just gonna make the situation worse or you're gonna break something. Right. You. hundred percent. Yeah. You need to. If you don't know it, just ask because you're not. You shouldn't feel dumb or stupid because you don't know something. Obviously, there's somebody out there who knows the material that you're trying to do. So ask them for help because they're like a higher level in it. Exactly. Put the ego aside and, you know, take the time and to, to you know, just learn. You don't you don't have to be a know-it-all. You're never going to be a know-it-all. because Everything's always changing. Everything's always evolving, especially with cars. Cars are always coming out with new models. Meaning that the way that you know install the transmission in 2013, which is going to change in 2020. So you know all you can do is learn. You can't know everything because right. it's always something that's always continuously happening. Uh, what's one of the what's one of the hardest things you you came across as far as a challenge with uh, with with your uh, with Vader? Is there something like man, like that was one of the hardest? transmission pools um, ever I try to pull a piston out or anything like that or no honestly it's really like it's really easy with volvos because like they have they have plenty of space that you can motion through get your hands through nothing's really hard to take out because mm-hmm. with volvos they i forgot what they're really made out of but a lot of the parts don't rust that fast and they last years and then the car is the car will always maintain itself and it won't really, you know, nothing will seize up. Nothing will really rust within a year. It takes over seven years, basically. You can even research it. Like, you'll see how many people say it. With other cars, it's just like, it's different, you know? That's interesting. Like, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I remember when we had a Corvette at the house before, it's so hard to get to parts i had to replace the fuel plug on it and we had to take out the fender just to get to the fuel plug take out the tank that's there just to get to the fuel plug and it's so much work it's just like all this just gets one little thing 